Stash Comedy Network presents In the Stash, sponsored by the great people over at BK9 Bar and Restaurant, where the oxtail hash is the shh. You're going to get a fact check. To, uh, give it a shout out to Tyrone in the background with the fact checks. Tyrone going to fact check. What does he have already? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Surprise. It's me. <laughs> you ready for us? What's yours? All right. It's going to be controversial. Let's hear it. So I want to remake Back to the Future. Okay. Right? Oh, boy. Okay. I guess we're going with this. Yeah. Oh, I get it. But sometimes, like, you know, what you're born with, like, you know, you're looking at it. I'm like, you know, say if you're a great writer, but you're the one reading your stuff. It takes someone else to be like, yo, that's great. That's really good. You, you, this is normal to you, but it, it might take someone else to point out that this is not normal. This is actually amazing. Right. We don't, we don't have to be it's ghost. Know, crackheads or, or whatever, <laughs> and, you know, whatever they want us to be. Okay. We, we, we don't have to be pookie first before yeah. we, before we're, 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 we're credible actors or, or, or entertainers. I didn't feel like I was rushed, but like going back and thinking about it, um, it's, a, it's like a transition. It's a, it's a growing pain. It's a learning process. Well, was this so your I first realized. published? Yeah. So the first thing I did, I was just don't messing around with yourself, it. Don't be hard on yourself, man. It takes yeah. a lot. I mean, I don't but know what it takes to publish a book, but... It's not, about, it's not about being hard on myself. It's about being real. And I realized it's a lot of things could have done better, but I was just doing it just to see. Do not give me credit for <laughs> your God-given talent. <laughs> Yo, the, God, the thing is, the God-given talent is always there, but it, it sometimes... I am not push. taking credit for his talent. You know That's mean? true. Sometimes people need to push. Sometimes people need to, you know, need to be shown that yo, you, you're capable of doing anything you want to do. Welcome to uh, the first ever uh, in the stash podcast. I'm one of your hosts for the evening, Stephon Bishop, alongside Ashley King. That's me, Ashley King. Yeah, hey, we got hey, my hey. man, Patrick Felix, a.k.a., you know, Prophet, a.k.a. <laughs> Cardigan P. And uh, we got our, uh, our guest for the day, uh, Raymond Sanchez. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, welcome, you. everybody. How are you guys feeling? Welcome. How you doing? Hey, feeling good, man. Good. Feeling good. Feeling good? Sure. I'm feeling good. Everybody good? Uh, hey. You guys, like you had a long night or something. <laughs> you guys are waking up. I mean, it was a chilly morning, you know what I mean? A chilly so, morning. Uh, thank you for telling the people what time of the year it is. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, chilly. All right, it's cool, though. But uh, yeah, man, in the stash, man. This is our yeah, first, first official recording. So somewhere in the studio, we'll have people clapping. Uh, they just clap and they just ah, clap. <laughs> we'll clap for ourselves now. Just Pretty sure we can do that in post production. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Clap track, laugh tracks. This is the budget we're working with, people. We gotta buy claps. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this is a a weekly podcast. Week, and yep. we'll uh we're gonna try to, you know, cater this around, you know, the the professionals, the the talents, the genius level people that we know that are kind of in the stash, you know? Those people that are that are doing great things, but they haven't yet ascended to stardom. Right. But they're right there on the cusp of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like giving them a platform where they can voice themselves and, like, you know, give us that inside look of what it takes um, is needed. Because right. a lot of times we see celebrities and we just go, oh, my gosh, they're famous. Uh, but we don't know. You don't know the path. You don't know we the don't struggle. know the path. We you don't know? see the work. We don't know how much couches they sleep yeah, You don't always start as a household name. <laughs> exactly. Sure. You know, look at us, you know. Listen. No one knows us. No so one's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, we're working on no that. So right we now. two are in the stash. So. We are all in the stash, absolutely, right now. 
Um, but, but with that said, that kind of opens up our topic for the, the day, which is uh, the rise of black Hollywood, mm. um, which I know for most people, you know, there's many levels to it, right? Like, you know, there, there are people who are aware of our talents, our, our creatives who were there from the beginning to the end. And there's some people that just joined the wave. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, as a black man, as a person in the entertainment industry, pursuing a career in comedy and acting, I think it's important to understand, you know, all of the foundation laid before becoming successful. Yeah. And I think, you know, we see the end results of like a Black Panther. And we go like, oh my gosh, Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Coogler, but we forget like Fruitville, we forget The Wire, yeah. we forget like those stories of like, yo, just a working actor, a working right. producer trying to make it. And I want to open up the floor, uh, you know what I mean, in regards of this new beautiful movement that we have. And I guess I want to know how can we sustain this momentum? Right. We got a lot of momentum. We got Issa, we got Donald Glover, mm-hmm. we got Amanda C. We got a lot of great creatives. And I think it's important amongst ourselves to have these conversations. Yeah. So, uh, fellas, how do you guys feel about this? I mean, for me, I feel like with I'm loving this new movement, right? Like, I mean, and I, I don't want to call it a movement because like, I always feel like movements kind of end, right? Like this should be going forward the new, just the new way things are, right? So we have like these new, what I call, for Black Hollywood, like, you know, what I call like the, the sophomores, I guess you could say. They've been around here for a while, but like now they're really getting that, uh, that love and that appreciation, like your, your Donald Glover's. You know, and your Ryan Coogler. Yeah. That's a big one too. Donald, Donald Glover's been around like, for that, a while. I mean, people I, think Man. about it, right? Like, I remember first hearing about Donald Glover when he was pulled to be a writer for Thirty Rock, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, so uh, amongst the black community, I don't know too many friends that watch Thirty Rock, right? There's like a niche group of us that watch great. Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, even Tracy Morgan. Big phenomenal on Thirty Rock, right? You know what I yep. mean? Yep. If you ask any black person where they remember Tracy Morgan from. It's Martin. Muscle man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. like, that's where he started. You know? Um, and, like, that's, and that's fine, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it, we support what we know, right? Mm-hmm. But Donald Glover, right? You know what it is to be a young black man writing for 30 Rock? You, you can't it's, name it's me weird. another young black writer. Can I, I mean, mean I don't I'm talking super young. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real. Like, uh, me and like, my buddies, like, especially like from college, I've actually been following his stuff since college. Like, he was, he had like a uh Now, wait, group, wait, break that down because when you say stuff, right? Yeah, so most was, people now we know mm-hmm. that Childish Gambino is yeah. Donald Glover, but most people <laughs> don't know that he's been doing this stuff for a while. Yeah. Like, because I think he went to um, NYU, if I'm not mistaken. So he, he did had, go like, to. He, he got actually, pulled from NYU. He had a sketch comedy crew called you, Derek Comedy. Yeah. So like that's one of the first like when YouTube was old school, old school YouTube where you actually had to wait for the buffer. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, dial up. Yeah, man. <laughs> he had a couple of sketches on there, which was killing me. Um, Pat had somebody riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I power up my Texas computer. Generator. He didn't make a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Just 17,000 gerbils running, you know what I'm saying? Power up the machines. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, so to see him come from that to, like, where he is now, like, I'll be honest with you, I think at the path he's on now, he might get an EGOT, hopefully. He's going to get an he's EGOT. Got, I think he's going to get it. Well, he what, a, oh, so for the viewers out there, yeah. what is an EGOT? So an EGOT is you uh, obtaining an Emmy, you're obtaining a Grammy, an Oscar, in addition to a Tony. So How many he has already? So I want, I definitely know he's got a, um, 
He's definitely got a Grammy. Definitely got a Grammy. He's going to get a fact check. To, uh, yeah, give yeah, a, shout out to Tyrone in the background with the fact checks. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need those. Tyrone's going to fact check. What does he have already? So I know for sure he definitely got an Oscar. He's got a. He's got an Oscar? No, I'm sorry. He's got a Grammy. He's got a Grammy. Pass in the future. No, no, no. I'm right. You're right. I'm in 2005. 2005 right now. Yeah. So he's definitely got a Grammy and he's got a. So, well, I guess I have a question, right? And you guys can chime in. Um, so for me, right, I think Atlanta was the breakout. Right? So there's two sides to acceptance, right? Like within the black community, there's like we either know you or we don't know you. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like there was a a small group that knew who he was. We we accept. We we were like, oh my! Like most people don't know the name. Childish Gambino came from him going on the Wu website uh, with the Wu generator <laughs> and making the name. Like, he literally was like a Wu Tang fan. Like, oh, yep. I want to be, I want a Wu name. Yep. He went on the website, he made the name. He's an artist, he's a rapper. In addition to that, he wasn't your typical rapper. He wasn't, I'm a drug dealer, I'm mm-hmm. selling this. He was just, mm-hmm. think of like Lupe or that yeah, breath yeah, of just like, an MC. Just an MC, right? Kind of finding his way, yeah. Finding his way. But he was also this creative writer within. Uh, TV, right? So he had Thirty Rock. He had uh, what is it? Uh, the community was it the community? Community. The yeah. community. He's also he was on that show mm-hmm. as an actor. Yeah. Um, Atlanta was that to me moment of crossover where we all were like, "Yo, yes. Donald Glover is dope," mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, he's also Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? we, we needed something like that. You know? you know, I don't know who we thought Childish Gambino is like Lupe's <laughs> alter ego, but that's true. Um. <laughs> But I guess why, like, I guess amongst us, right? Because mm-hmm. we're here, right? I can't speak for anyone outside of our community, but like amongst ourselves, like, why is like, why do we, or why do we think we have to wait for those moments? Because there's multiple people that we can name that go through that process, mm-hmm. and we'll notice it. Whereas like they're doing dope things, and we're kind of like, uh, like I, I mean, I met Amanda Seals multiple times, and I met her, you know, prior to being on Insecure. Now she's hot. Yep. Same thing with Issa, right? Like yep. Issa, like I know people who were supporting Issa before she Insecure. The YouTube, you know YouTube what I mean? Way, was yeah. it uh? Oh, it was an awkward, awkward black girl, mm-hmm. right? And right. you know what I mean? Again, maybe the content wasn't relatable for whatever reason. Um, but it feels almost like we're afraid to support something that's unknown. Almost. Of course. I, I feel like even from like growing up, it was kind of like that. Like if you you only can, it's like you can only like the stuff that's hot. Right, so if you like something, you tell yourself put people on. They're like, "What are you talking about? That's not no one's yeah. talking about this right now." So it's not. Yeah, that's a fact. Right, that so fact. it's like a like bandwagon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like sometimes, um, and like these people, like they just break it out and just owning their own individuality. Oh, like, oh, you said a key word. Say that again. Uh, individuality or broke yeah. out? Yeah, no, no, individuality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the reason I the reason I bring that up and I want to segue a little bit, um, and it's it's on topic, but uh, we're gonna bring our our guests into it. But uh, yes. individuality, right? So I think that's a key thing, right? I think more than ever right now within the community of like black people and the community of just artists, people are more comfortable with their art. Right. Um, uh, Ash, you're more musically inclined than me, and I'll I'll lend your knowledge to this. The artist, her, right? Right. You know, you brought it to my attention that she wanted to be known for her music, not who she is as a physical person. Meaning, like she rarely posts her. I mean, you can speak to this, but like. Right. She she wanted to keep her. Her physical image as a as a, as the last thing that you know as far as her music. Oh wow, that's so that, impressive. So that you know, basically, she didn't want sex appeal to sell. To, to sell her music. She wanted her artistry to 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 be yeah. the the focal point. So 
it's something to where and 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 at the end of the day, like whether it's music or acting or whatever the case, we do fit a role that quote unquote the industry wants us to 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 to, to fit into. So to kind of they, they, speaking on individuality, it's just it's just a matter of breaking out of that mold to whoever typecast it as you know we need a, a thug or or a drug dealer or yeah. or this or that. Like we can represent individuality and still entertain. You yeah. know what I mean, and that's that. I think that's what's hap- what's happening with this with this rise of, of of Black Hollywood is we're we're showing the power of of just being an individual yourself. Being yeah, yourself. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And true to who you are. And and right. We don't we don't have to be. And this you goes know, crackheads or, or whatever. <laughs> you know whatever they want us to be. Okay. We, we don't have we don't have to be pooky first before yeah. we before we're we're, we're we're credible actors or or, or well that's or important because if we think about it right. You know, I think more than ever right now, we're seeing more people behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Before it was, we were the talent, they showed us what we can be, but now we're seeing more people step forward. Ryan Coogler, Issa, we're seeing people be like, Issa's producing, writing, and acting in her. You know what I mean? Like right. she's wearing different yeah. hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with Donald Glover with Atlanta. You're wearing multiple hats. Um, and our guest today, Raymond Sanchez, uh, you know, he's also a part of the Stash Comedy Network community. Um, but as an individual, as a person, he's also a published poet, mm. which isn't something you normally like. I don't I mean, if, if you have kudos to you, but I don't know many brothers that go like, yo, my man's write poems. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you see my boy? Yo, oh, he yo, rap. Yo. Oh, oh, he rap. Yo. No, 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 no. Not like that. Something with the no, text no, no. suit? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Um, so without further ado, um, yes, you've seen him with us. You've seen him helping out with That's shows. Right. Yeah. But Raymond Sanchez, you know, he has a company, a company, sorry, Limitless Expressions, and he has a published uh, body of poetry within the Kendall app, within the iTunes store called... Um, the Way You Make Me Feel. The Way You Make Me Feel. Boom. And I want to open up the floor. I know Ash caught me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's here, brother. You gotta get those rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a team effort. That's it. It's a, it's a stash, baby. Team play I got right caught in a double team. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> Kick it out to me, baby. Kick it Kick out. Kick it to the big man. <laughs> uh, but let's open up the floor to a creative, to someone who, I guess, stepped out of the typical mold of like what he said. I wasn't going to dribble the basketball. I wasn't going to, you know, be a ra- Like, he's a, a lyric. I, I mean, uh, to me, a, a poet. It's no different than a lyricist to me. Like, you know, they're both wordsmiths. Um, right. Just, just different ways of approaching it. Just, yeah, just a different um, delivery. So without further ado, Raymond Sanchez, I Welcome. want to open up the floor Welcome. to you. Um, I guess give thank us a little you, backstory you. about yourself and like where this uh, innate ability to just be a poet came from. I mean, uh, thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Applause. We're going to cue that in. Add some myself, you know. <laughs> But um, like going off what you just said, uh, for me, it's I mean, like I've always had a passion for like writing. Um, it came like in high school, more so, and like the encouragement to actually step out and do what I want to do, or just try to make the make the passion a reality. Because for me, it's like every time I've like read a book or or watched a movie. Or seeing like little short clips and so forth. I always to say to myself like, "Yo, I can do that." Yeah. Like, okay. That I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. I like I could do that, and I could and I could do it very well." And but like you said, like for poetry, that's just that's like a personal thing. Like I, I mean, 
like what ins- what pushed it more is like it had a point in time in my life where like I was really really down and out, mm-hmm. and that was something to help me like um, channel, you know, sort, channel it. sort myself out and like yeah. channel my you know my um, that all that negative energy that I was surrounded by channel it into something positive, right? And um, and like I said, so like the encouragement for it more so came from Stephon. And Do not like give me credit. <laughs> Your God-given talent. Yo, the, the God, see, the thing is, the, the God-given talent is always there, but it, it, sometimes people. I need am to not push. taking credit for his talent. You know that's I mean? true. Sometimes people t- need to push. Sometimes people need to, you know, need to be shown that yo, you you capable of doing. Yeah, sometimes not anything sometimes you want to do. Having people have faith in you, it, it makes you understand that yo, this can actually be a reality. Yeah. Like it's not. Hey, so listen. Yeah. Like for me, I, too, let me say one like, thing. Listen. I'm not about to take credit for this man's guy. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. I know credit. he's not giving. But what I want to say is that, <laughs> but is the truth. It's the truth for the matter, right? So, like, like I said, in that point in time in my life where where things weren't going too good for me, and, and poetry was my outlet, and um, not only poetry but like just writing short stories and so forth was my yeah. outlet. Like that was at that time. Besides my child, was the was the most exciting thing for me to be doing. Mm, so I have a question. The most positive and and and. Intriguing thing for me to be doing. I have a question, and you uh-huh. guys can we can table this. Um, so rise of Black Hollywood, rise of empowerment. To me, it, like it's it's there's a multitude of levels of what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw Black, pa- I'm gonna use Black Panther a lot as a reference. Um, because there's multiple levels that we can break down from that movie. Yeah, and you guys can use any reference you want. Um, so when I saw Black Panther, I saw it uh, with Pat. Yeah, and Michael B. Jordan was in the audience, and mm-hmm. he spoke about you know, everything that he went through as an artist and how he persevered through that. Wait, during the movie? During, he was literally in the well, theater with not us. Not during the movie, but after the movie after, stopped. Okay. I was about to say that. Yeah, because I've been rude. The movie rude. stopped. Yeah. Like, let us the have this, Mike. Roll. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> we and she missed that part. Like, I didn't see that part. Um, we got, we, got we were stuff. like, he just said, kill me. Um, but part of it that stuck out to me was, so he was on The Wire, one of the most successful shows the uh, you can uh, you find another show that had that much con- like the, like the universally too man it like, was man, one of the most an eye opening piece of, Listen, of work you find to me wear. a better show on HBO that sustained that length of success um mm-hmm. he could not get a, you can't find another show on HBO Got Game it. of Thrones, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you I know can't. Where you're going, Pat. Me and Ray looked at each other like, I'm like, mm, uh, I mean, don't be wrong. But, but, but we Michael B. Jordan said he could not get a job after The Wire. Right. And, which, and, and, like, which, uh, it, which, and to touch on it, again, it's, it's, it's weird. You, they want to typecast you. But let's finish the sentence. And he couldn't get a job, right? He couldn't get a job. He was down to the point he said he was living out of a car. In his he was car, applying yep. for like chicken for chick 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 fil a chicken fil a and not getting not he getting not high. getting jobs yep. right. He ends up doing Fruitville with Ryan Coogler, which is an independent film. Right, Ryan Coogler is an up and coming director. Yep. Ryan Coogler is another black brother. They're literally almost the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Ryan Coogler is not like some fifty year old vet that's been in the game. Yeah, they essentially so, rely on each other for as far as Fruitville. They took a chance point, on each other. See where you're going with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, two brothers within the same that. age range trying to pursue the same. They're just trying to pursue a career in something. Basically, bonded. They do Fruitville. It mm-hmm. becomes a success. From Big that success, success, success. Yeah. then Ryan Krugler gets tapped to do Creed. He immediately knows he wants Michael B. Jordan to be Adonis. <laughs> Adonis. Mm-hmm. 
Then he gets tapped to do Black Panther. Yep. He immediately taps Michael B. Jordan. So we seeing a pattern here? Yeah. Right. Like, it's one thing to believe in yourself, but it's one thing to have the, the resources around you that believe yeah. in you. Mm-hmm. I think what Raymond was highlighting was like he had his talents. Um, maybe I just gave him some encouraging words. Maybe I was just somebody to reinforce his own belief in himself. But are we doing enough amongst each other? Like maybe your and boy wants to be factor. a chef. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Are you... M- not downplaying his dream of being because yeah. I've I, I been you, around people that I'd be like, I want to be an actor, and they'd be like, Yeah, really, son? Yeah, I got something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's well, I mean, like, whether that food good or not, you got to eat it. Yeah, you yeah. That curse. Like, I mean, like Raekwon the chef, he would just cook with his boys. <laughs> just hanging the I mean, It's crazy. Like, he's just cooking, like, his, all his boys hanging out, all Wu's hanging out, and then they're like, Yo, you're it's, it's actually good. He actually, but is that's just, good. Yeah. Right? like, so I mean, I think. I think the rise and or not the rise, right? Because I, I mean, it's not like we've been like it's it's. Hidden. I feel like it's more of like a, a an acknowledgement, right? It's, like it's so, like we all have these like innate like abilities and skills, but sometimes like you know what you're born with, like you know you're looking at it and like you know say if you're a great writer, but you're the one reading your stuff. It yeah. takes someone else to be like, yo, that's great, that's really good. Yeah. You you this is normal to you, but it, it might take someone else to point out that this is not normal. This is actually amazing. This is amazing. And right. to continue right. to hone that craft. Yeah, the, yeah, the best talent needs direction. Whether it's you know sports, so whatever case is sports, there's not a basketball team without a coach. Like you know, Very talent true. needs and direction, I feel like, needs structure. I feel like when we're talking about the rise of Black Hollywood and the rise of like anything within our culture, I think the main thing too is is just taking ownership. Yeah. You know, I feel like it stops. Like we need to stop settling for less. Right. We got. We got. We got to know our worth and like really go out there and get it. Yeah, that's a bigger like, question. Know, in the past, growing up and you seeing all these different actors and producers and so forth. You know, what I mean, people like Gordon Parks and, and um, John Singleton had a lot of really impactful movies within our culture and our community yeah. or whatever. But it didn't get to. I feel like you know it didn't get the type of recognition movies that we put out now is getting right because we it was a limitation to yeah. how far we can go right and how far we can push things yeah how far how how, how big our production can be so question so that goes into a larger question right so i feel like there's one thing to get attention there's one thing to demand attention i feel like we have the ear of everyone right now mm-hmm. um black talent is at a rise where a sense of like Everyone's trying to get their hands mm-hmm. in on how we can get the next producer, how we can get the next as- actor. How can we sustain things to a point where we're not taking advantage and we're able to grow others, right? So there's one thing. To, so, I mean, and I don't know the exact answer to this, but outside of what Ryan Coogler does, Michael B. Jordan isn't casted pretty much anything else. I mean, I think... Fantastic Four was the only other movie he did outside of some like so if you think of right. Fruitville till I mean, now wasn't he on um like a TV series for a while was that Friday Night Lights is that yeah him? but that was before yeah. I'm talking before, about like oh, so he, blew he gets up? Fruitville Got and then from Fruitville to now everything is Ryan Coogler outside of the Fantastic Four right right so my thing is his acting is phenomenal so he should be like I mean oh, I, Fahrenheit four fifty one oh, on HBO see? oh yeah yeah, yeah. That oh, was really okay good. all right see that was really good yeah ah but. We should be throwing more things right, out. Right. Like, think about when yeah, Will yeah, Smith was hot. Think too hard about I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I knew he was in something Think about recently. when somebody's hot. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just getting things. They're getting things. They're getting things. And, like, I remember, and this is going a little bit back. <laughs> I remember when I met Amanda Seals, 
So Amanda Seals has been like from the Cosby Show. She's like a little girl. Like she's a little like you know she had a small role on the Cosby Show. You know she was an MTV host. She was a DJ. She started comedy. I remember meeting her when she was doing her comedy show, um, Smart, Funny, and Black in New York City. I helped her with a computer. She told me she's moving to LA. Turns out she's moving to LA to do Insecure, right? Oh, wow. Now she's like, she's arrived. She's unapologetically black. She has tours. She literally has a special coming out on HBO. Um, I be knowing. Um, these are no plugs. She's not paying me. <laughs> but like, she went through the trenches of being unapologetically black, taking on that resistance and still persevering. And I feel like a lot of creatives are doing that now. I mean, they're all doing that. And I think, or I guess in my head, I'm looking at it of, you know, amongst ourselves, how can we continue to open doors, right? Because it's one thing to now acknowledge these creators. We have Raymond, he's a poet, right? He's published. How can we not elevate his, I'm not saying we're going to be responsible for his success, but how are we collectively utilizing each other? Um, or in what ways can we utilize each other? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's like, it's one thing to be like, oh, we're popular now, run to that wave. Mm-hmm. But there's something that has to happen before the wave, right? Right. True. <clears throat> and I feel like for me, it's, I, I say it's like... Well, two- I guess this question. So we're going to use you as an example. Okay. And be as honest as you can be. From being a published person, and a published author, iTunes, Kindle, what kind of support have you gotten? And has it been... Has it met your uh, standard of what you think you should have... Like, amongst your family and friends, have you gotten the support you think you should have gotten with this career path? Um, and be honest. For, for, what I, for, the, for what I've done, the support was actually more than I expected. That's the and I... Um, clap, cue the applause! <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is, like, I'm going to be so real with you. No, please. Um, like... What I, the book that I published and put out, the way you make me feel, was was literally rushed. It was. It wasn't. Um, well, I guess why? Why did you feel you was rushed? No, I didn't. It's not. I didn't feel like I was rushed. But like going back and thinking about it, um, it's, it's like a transition. It's a it's a growing pain. It's a learning process. Well, was this so your I first realized, published? Yeah. So it was the first thing I did. And I was just don't messing be hard around on yourself, with it. Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't but, know what it takes to publish no, a book. It's, but. Not, it's not about it's not about being hard on myself. It's about being real. And I realized it's a lot of things could have done better. But I was just doing it just to see. Like it was a it was a test phase. Like uh, I have an, I have another book in the same format. So like the way you make me feel. What's the name is, of that book? Huh? Oh, if you a, if you don't it's, mind, it's called Angel of Minds. Okay. Right. I like that title. So. Ooh, so sensitive, literally, so and I actually, <laughs> I actually wrote I actually wrote that before the way you make me feel, right? And it was like, for me, the, the three most important people in my life right now is my was, um, is still is my daughter, mm-hmm. my mom, and my girlfriend, the woman I'm with. You sound like real hesitant to say that. <laughs> He's like, and my gotta shout her out. She's like, she gonna kill me. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Now, here's the thing about that, though. You know, right you know, now, you know <laughs> who you talking about? <laughs> who are you talking like, about? I'm you so you gotta make point five gotta, seconds. Mm-hmm. See, certain things you gotta make sure you phrase it right. You I know, agree. You know, that's you know, true. Girlfriend, how long you been together? Huh? How long you been? Three years. Three years. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Just starting. This guy. Thanos ain't come yet. I mean, Cam. 
<laughs> certain things you can't put like you can't put a time limit or time frame on substance like that's true things we've been through and what, again, we, what we endured which and, i've been and, through i'm and, sorry i'm going off time <laughs> hey they rose the rise they rose of black together. hollywood exactly ah! <laughs> they rose together so like, what y'all been through exactly four so, kids well i don't know <laughs> more four kids foreclosure i don't know nah not three years I what? <laughs> no but before. so and like i said like and, you know the time of the point of time where i was at and writing these so pieces, three important women three different types of women exactly mother child mother, child companion right? companion mm-hmm. okay right and and I wrote something dedicated to all three of them. Come on, ladies. You're talking about brothers so, don't have sensitivity? <laughs> Listen. He wrote three. <sighs> right. I can't even write one. So the, the book is actually a series of is, each chapter is a poem. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, pretty dope. And it breaks down my feelings, relationship. And can I borrow a page? Just it's just based on, basically breaks down my feelings and relationship towards each individual. Ah, right? That's dope. So um, like, you know, a lot of people. You know, had a tons of questions around me, like, oh, when I wrote the way you made me feel, or whatever. A lot of constructive criticism, which I love. Okay. Or whatever. Was that like just from people? Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. I read the book, but when people tell me certain things, I I don't get mad. I don't look at it as hate. Yeah. How much? Like, how does constructive criticism? I, I mean, it's up to me to take what you're telling me mm-hmm. and apply it to myself. Okay. And I I can either grow from it. Um, and you're cool with not. that, though. And I'm cool. I'm fine with that. Oh, okay. Because I know, like, as a, as, a, as a comedian and Ash can speak, like. Every time after you do a joke or do a show, I mean, like everyone has feedback. Oh, I know. Everyone I has get feedback. It. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like as a comedian in today's it. day and age, everything is feedback. But mm-hmm. as a writer, like I mean, you can publish something and that's it. It's published, yeah. and right. you don't have to read the comments or you don't have to take the reviews in there. Right. But like after and a show, people are like, oh. And with 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 the criticism, the constructive criticism mm-hmm. that came with it, it it motivated me more, and I started I started you know. Trying to expand my writing, so like I've been working on a novel, right, and um, been working on short stories. I've been even, I had other ideas. I'm not even gonna you know go directly into, but like from one little thing came for me a bigger picture, mm-hmm. and it set me on a path where all right, yo, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long it takes me to get there. So what I'm is gonna the... work towards it? I mean, what is the broader goal with everything? So I know right now you're putting out these small doses of uh, content, but like, what is your overall big picture or like, what is success for you? Cause that can mean many different things for many people. Yeah. Well, I, I want to be, I want to be a published writer. But um, you are. Stop that. All right. All right. Come on, man. <laughs> you want to publish more? Well, I want to, I want to further that career path for the published writer. I want to be a successful published writer. Um, I also now it also has me wanting to get into like film. Mm. So like screenwriting, huh? Screenwriting potentially. Yes, definitely. So I got a question for you, right? So to bridge you in Hollywood, and everybody can jump in on this. Ash, you know, Cardigan P. <laughs> <laughs> and I ask each of you, and think about it, because I know my answer. If we could remake a movie with an all-black cast. A movie that has like a six. Think of the most successful movie you could think of in history of movies, and you can remake it with an all-black cast. Know that cast and name that movie. Know the cast. Hoosiers. Ooh, oh. who's in it? I like, uh, you that. Gotta, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I want to see Hoosiers with everybody dunking. <laughs> wow. No layups, right? Side of the layup. Straight. In one mixtape. <laughs> okay, but who's uh, who's the, the only person that stays white is the coach. 
<laughs> so, all we do is berate the coach. So, the what are the actors you picking? Um, I mean, you, right, so, I mean, if, if you don't know everybody, let's see. Who, who do I like in that? Um, I feel I, I don't know for some reason I feel like uh, Carlton Banks should be in there to to relive that moment where he stole the ball from Will. <laughs> y'all going, y'all going. <laughs> he used a demon in the glass instead of you know what I mean? Oh man, okay. <laughs> like mine is very controversial, so I'll let you guys go first before okay, we okay. lose all our callers. <laughs> Raven, uh, you said That's you wanted right. Question. That's a real good question. That's really a good, good question, but as far as casting, I'm not too sure yet. Because all right, okay, but, but, but what movie? Sound of Music. Sound okay. of Music? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce. Beyonce. I would, I would, Damn, wanna, son. Beyonce. I would want to remake The Sound of Music with an all-black cast. Prior, God rest his soul, to her passing away, I would love for Whitney to be the lead. I would have oh, loved for Whitney yeah. to be the lead. Uh, yeah. I feel like that would have been favorite artist ever. I feel like Whoopi Goldberg should be in there somewhere. I don't know why. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can see that. Pat. Man, this is a like like you said. That's a really this is a really good question. I mean, uh, in terms of especially if it's a movie that's been massive. I mean, the first thing I thought about was Titanic, but I feel a little uncomfortable like having <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. happen. You know what I'm saying? No, black so, cat. I don't want that. I don't want that to be black. You know what? I'm not mad at that. The black people just say, "Fuck it, we are not going." Sink oh, the shit. Yeah, <laughs> the movie, movie done. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Amy, like, nah, that boat don't look safe. This yeah, is rocking. Yeah, rocking too much. Sink the ship. I don't know. It's rocking too much. That iceberg is kind of looking kind of big. I don't know. I'm gonna hop off this boat real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of like uh, uh, actual movie, I mean, like for me, one of my favorite movies is like you know, it's not the most critically acclaimed, but it's Face Off. You know, what I mean? so like I honestly would lo- I would love to see oh, like wow. you know, you got to have um, for me, it would probably be uh, Idris Elba playing um, Idris. Uh, Idris, I would want Idris playing um, uh, Tra- John Travolta's character. Okay, and then now we need uh, someone who's kind of kooky like Nick Cage. I'm trying to think who could play him. Um, I mean, that's a good one. You guys are right? gonna hate my selection when I get up. I'm telling you. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that's who what I would think of. Who Nick Cage? Who would be him, right? Like, see. I mean, it could be um, Chappelle. No, 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 no. Wow! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Surprise! It's me. <laughs> Y'all ready for us? <laughs> What's yours? All right, it's gonna be controversial. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want to remake Back to the Future. Okay. Right. Oh boy. Okay. I guess we're going with this. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Doc Brown, I'm sorry, Doc Brown. Okay, Doc okay. Brown is Bill Cosby. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, we just lost everybody, guys. Hello? Hello? I lost everybody, right? I mean, you can get up. US, listen, he's going to say. older dude, right? I mean, all right, all right. Bill, I mean, prior to everything, Bill, come on, man. Name a more iconic. Feel, you, know who, you know who should be Martin McFly? Samuel L. Jackson. No. What? No. <laughs> 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 he's out there just slapping Biff. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, my, so for me it was it was uh, Jaden Smith as as Marty, Marty Fly, okay, and, okay. and uh, Bill. I mean, I mean, we can't use Bill obviously, but Bill. Yes, I mean, prior to everything, Bill would have been, been our, he would have been our doc. Got like it. what? Oh, I mean, we don't. This is the thing, right? None of our old comedians they live. Yeah. Who's a lot? Eddie Murphy's the only one. I mean, I, yeah, I, like, yo, what about Martin? Martin Lawrence as, as I mean, Doc Brown. Doc, doc is Brown. old. Like yeah. Bill would have uh, been. Maybe Bernie Mac. Right old old now. See, all of them Bernie are gone. Mac would have been. <laughs> yeah. All of the OGs are gone. Richard Pryor, like they all gone. Red <laughs> Richard Pryor, oh my God, that's Doc Brown. Right? That would have been perfect. That would have been crazy. That would have been We can't do it, right? Yeah. So, he would have been getting the car fixed and telling them how to get pussy. He would have been. like a space commodulator. Look, man, I don't care if she's your mom, if your aunt or your mother. D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley would have had to be. That thing would have been Biff. He even got the. Doc Brown? 
Debo's bit. Tyrone and the peanut butter. But see, but now nah, you thinking, right? Like, yeah, we on to something. We on, but Jalen Brown has to be Marty. Like, he is our Marty right now. Who you said who? Jalen Brown. Brown. You talking about the dude from Celtics? I mean, sorry, what I'm saying. You talking about Jaden Smith? <laughs> Jaden Smith. I was like, Jaden Smith. Hey, shout Jaden Brown. out to Josh and, and provided Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have no sponsors. <laughs> He's not responsible for his slip-up. I'm sorry, Jalen Brown. Go win the Celtics. <laughs> First round exit. He probably sneezed just now. Nick like, Salt, Um, But Jaden Smith, yes. Jaden Smith. Uh, he Jaden was, Smith. He's Marty McFly. Like, I can't, I mean... I don't want to say Michael B. Jordan because that's just nah, cannibalizing. Too, uh, nah, nah, nah. yeah, too old, too man. Much, too old, man. But, like, Doc has to be someone, like... Ooh. Ooh, there we go. I mean, he's battling his own troubles right about now, so... Yeah. I mean, it's all around these days, so... But I feel like Back to the Future is the one that when they remake it, it can't be white. Like... <laughs> but that's interesting because they go back to the 60s where... Nope. But that's what I'm saying. Like when you said originally Back to the Future, I got a little worried. I'm like, I I don't know how far no, back you're trying it, to go. It can't you know be saying? just the like, it'll be like someone going back. Like if you if it's 2018 and they go back to so, or they oh go, well, yeah. I mean if it's a remake, then we talk talking. You know what I mean? Like imagine yeah, yeah. Go back to the 90s yeah. and then think of, think of this amazing scene. Yeah, going to the, the, 40s. the tech kid of this generation going back to like 97, where there's like. Please, you've got mail. Like he has to put it <laughs> yeah, in the CD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I gotta wait for it to dollar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's the password for? And Marty had a sneaker Wi-Fi, fetish Wi-Fi. too. Man. Right, right. Yeah, he would have a whole bunch of kicks from now. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd be listening to Little Yachty yeah. and oh, confusing boy. people in the nineties. Like, why are these rappers <laughs> speaking so clearly? Oh, that is. <laughs> I'm like, why are they the, rapping so much? <laughs> Yeah. They there's got a so lot of words many, in there. There's so much you can go off of that. That's man. crazy. Like, man. This dude actually have a message. This is kind of strange. Oh, man. You mean the car don't auto start? What? <laughs> what is this handle that I have to wind the window down? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Remember that? It's like just bring that joint up. Oh, um, but in the interest the of time, you know, all good things do come to an end. Uh, first of all, round of applause for this amazing first yeah, give it up for clap podcast. Sales. Don't worry, guys. We're going to buy more views and claps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I want to first uh, shout out uh, Brooklyn Podcast Studio and Josh. Yes, uh, round of applause for that. Shout out. For having us. Uh, I think we can all clap on that. Yes, indeed. You can say Much something appreciated. if you want on the mic. He ain't even Mike himself. <laughs> he's modest. Yeah, he's, um, he's, but they reached out and they, they saw the, the talent we had and they gave us an opportunity. That's right. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our host. Uh, oof, I'm t- the liquor. Shout out to our guest, Raven. Yeah, get him in some water. <laughs> um, Limitless Expressions is his company. Uh, a published poet, guys. Ladies, yeah, check do out not the way check you make him me out. Unless it's just to check out his talent. He mm-hmm. is taken. You don't want to get in trouble. Heard, um, shout out to Ashley King. I mean, Ashley King Comedy. Check me out on IG. Oh, yeah. All that social media stuff, right? How does it work oh, again? Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Ashley King Comedy. Social media. I am Stephon Bishop on IG, on Instagram. That's Stephon, S-T-E-P-H-O-N. If you can't spell Bishop, please don't follow me. That's right. Yeah, don't follow me. <laughs> you bougie like that, you I'm not bougie. What? You can't spell? Uh, Prophet, what's your Instagram? Because it's crazy. Ah. Uh. I was hoping you would ask me that. Oh, yeah. Pat and Matt Shy. So, call <laughs> EP. Jump in no. his DMs for no reason. My Instagram is uh, Pat McCrotch. <laughs> so, oh, I'm shy, but Pat McCrotch. I mean, like, that's, I'm, I said, I usually don't say it out loud. I usually spell it out. Like, oh, what's your Instagram uh-huh. name? P A T M C C R O T C H. Oh, what does that say? Read it out loud. So, you Pat and Crotches. What it is. I mean, well, it's actually it's more actually of an asking. It's more of yeah. like a. 
open invitation kind yeah, of situation. For anyone, dudes. Oh, Lord Jesus. But uh, <laughs> Patrick Felix is my name, and uh, that's my IG handle. So it's Cardigan P. Me out. I travel a lot, so, you know. Raymond, what's your Instagram? Uh, it's RLS underscore JR. Literally my issues. My initials. Sound <laughs> so like I said, your issues. I'm about to say, what kind of issues is that? Right? I never heard. I heard of ALS. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> they got a whole new challenge for you, brother. Yeah. 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 RLS challenge. RLS challenge. We start writing poems, yo. Um, but again, shout out to Brooklyn Podcast Studios for having us. And this has been our first installment yeah. in the Stash. First of many. First of many. Uh, yes. Stash Comedy Network is the business, the brand, the network that's producing this. Please follow us on Instagram at Stash Comedy Network. Like us on Facebook. Been an amazing time speaking with you. And see you next week, folks. See you next week. Take it easy, folks.